Keeping skin well moisturized is also the first step in preventing and controlling eczema, which tends to make its first appearance around four to six months of age. Hi, I'm Dr. Alexis Reed, a naturopathic doctor and chemical engineer with a master's in toxicology. I am the founder of EcoChic Movement. I built this business because I saw that parents were looking for natural and preventative health options for their babies and kids, but would get overwhelmed along the way. I am committed to helping parents feel in the driver's seat of their child's health. I am a mom who had a child with the worst eczema ever seen by his doctors and felt overwhelmed navigating his health, even with my background. I'm going to take my clinical experience combined with my experience as a mama to bring you practical solutions for your family. Join me every Monday where I interview experts and have in-depth conversations on issues that commonly pop up in parenthood. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Eco Chic Movement podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alexis Reed, and today I'm going to talk to you all about one of my favorite topics, baby skincare. I am going to answer some of the most frequently asked questions I get about what to use, how frequently to bathe, how and when to apply creams, and more. If you want to learn more about toxins in skincare products and reducing your baby's toxic load, I suggest you hop back and listen to episode four, where I go over all of that in a lot of detail. Today, I'm going to give you a practical blueprint of how to keep your baby's skin soft and moisturized, which is especially helpful heading into our dreaded long winters here in Canada. Like most things with a new baby, I found even I was unsure about how and when to moisturize him. At what age should I start? To bathe or not to bathe? There were definitely more questions than answers. Obviously, nothing ever has a one-size-fits-all approach or answer, but I'm going to give you some general guidelines to follow. For bathing, delay that first bath as long as possible. I spoke in detail on this in episode three, our eczema episode, but keeping the vernix on the skin, which is that waxy coating, as long as possible, a few days up to a week or a week and a half can really help baby establish a good microbiome on their skin. As well, the waxy coating helps to moisturize their skin naturally as they acclimatize to living in our environment after being in liquid 24-7. And I would say from a moisturization point of view, this is especially important if baby is born in fall, winter, like when the furnace is on and air is drier, it's even more of an important factor for moisturization for newborns. From there on out, the jury is really out on bathing frequency. For eczema specifically, research has shown that there's no difference between bathing daily and bathing once a week. But you will find that people really have their side on this. You know, certain dermatologists are are very um, adamant that you need to bathe an eczema baby or child daily. Others are like bathe them as infrequently as possible. And really, the research doesn't support either. So do what works for you. I generally suggest that before they're eating solids or really getting dirty to keep bathing to a minimum one to two times a week and to not use soap at every bath. A little warm water is usually all that is needed. I like to add a drop or two of of our baby oil to the bath to help make the water less drying. Um, If you do that, just be sure to hang on to baby as it can also make them a little bit more slippery. The best way to keep skin moisturized is to apply lotion or oil to the skin while it is still damp. I would suggest starting with our baby lotion when baby is one to two weeks old. 
it can help their skin adjust to the outside world without having to go through that period of extreme dryness. At that age, I would apply once a day quickly to try to keep baby nice and warm. And that's really all I would do for the zero to three month old crowd. They're going to be fairly bundled up and not getting into things. So once a day should be plenty for them for a lotion application. The other product that is a go-to right from birth is our diaper cream. I get asked a lot of questions about our diaper cream because I advertise that it is zinc free. I always get asked, is zinc bad? I thought zinc was natural. To be clear, zinc is natural and it's not quote unquote bad. I choose to make a zinc free diaper cream for a few reasons. The first reason is zinc can be quite drying for some baby's skin. This is part of the reason why it's used in diaper cream to dry the skin and not allow moisture to sit on it. And having that moisture there is an ideal environment for yeast and rashes. The problem is baby's skin is usually quite sensitive and the drying action of zinc can actually lead to an increased chance of them getting a rash or getting irritated because their skin does not have enough moisture. Dry skin, as you likely know, can lead to cracking. And this is a recipe for bacteria and yeast to get in and thrive, causing diaper rash. So yes, we do not want moisture sitting on the skin, but there are other ways to do that that I will explain shortly. And the second reason I make our diaper cream zinc-free is because then it can be used with cloth diapers. We have a big following of customers who use cloth diapers, many of whom have learned the hard way that zinc can stick to diapers and not wash off. And this essentially ruins the cloth diapers and makes them no longer absorbent. And if anyone has looked into cloth diapers, you know that they're an investment. So you definitely don't want to be ruining your cloth diapers. Our diaper cream does not do this sticking action on the diaper. And we have lots of customers that cloth diaper and give it raving reviews for that. So what makes the diaper cream different? And why am I so happy with it? I have not changed the formula in the 10 years of having EcoChic Movement because it works. So it is a beeswax, shea butter, and oil base. So this works to provide a protective layer on the skin from the moisture from urine because of, you know, the grade nine chemistry concept of oil repelling water. So it works in a similar fashion as a zinc cream to keep moisture off the skin, but it's hydrating, not drying. So the oil in the cream, the butters and the oil repels that water, but also moisturizes the skin. To further increase the effectiveness of the cream, I infuse the olive oil with a blend of herbs that are antibacterial, anti-yeast, and wound healing. This helps to discourage the growth of yeast and bacteria. And if soreness is present, the herbs can help speed up that skin healing time. I suggest putting a thin layer on the bottom after every change. This includes kids in pull-ups overnight. It spreads easily and is easy to wipe off between changes, which is another advantage over a zinc-based cream. If you've used one of them before, you know it's like a thick paste and can cause you to have to do a lot of rubbing with the baby wipe, which can also irritate the skin. And as with most of our products, a little bit goes a long way. Baby acne is another common concern I receive a lot of questions about in the zero to three month old age range. Baby acne is the baby's body clearing the excess hormones that they were exposed to during pregnancy. It is not concerning and it will clear on its own. If you want to put something on it to help just keep that skin a little more moisturized, I would suggest using our baby face cream. 
Are you triggered by the sound of your child coughing or sniffling? Do your thoughts automatically go to, oh no, not again. We just all got better. I have a big week at work. Who's going to take time off as you go running to grab the thermometer? It's not in your head. Last year was one of the worst viral seasons on record for kids. If it felt like your kids were off sick every other week, that's probably not much of an exaggeration. As soon as the cold weather hits, the bugs come along with it. I want you to be well-prepared and well-equipped for this year's cold and flu season, so that is why I recorded the EcoChic Movement Kids Sickness Workshop. In this workshop, I will cover everything you can do to reduce the duration and severity of your child's viral illness. I go into depth on fever management, vitamins and herbs to help prevent sickness, the best vitamins and herbs to take once you are sick, how to manage ear infections, yes, even the recurrent ones, recovering from gastrointestinal infections, the role of gut health in the immune system, what to eat and what not to eat when you are sick, and so much more. I want this workshop to be something in your toolkit that you can open up at 2 a.m. and get answers as opposed to going down the Google rabbit hole. So I have priced it super low to be accessible to everyone at $7. You can use the code PODCAST, all capitals, to get 25% off your first order, making the workshop only $5. Trust me, it's worth skipping your latte one day to grab it. It may even make you need that latte a little less. While you're at it, add a chest rub to your cart. It's designed to be safe for use right from the newborn stage, and it's very gentle yet effective. Under three months is a time where it's fairly common to see issues with gas or colic. I'm saying colic in air quotes because colic is not a diagnosis, and it is often a sign of something else going on, like food intolerances or reflux. I will be having Dr. Trill from Free to Feed on an upcoming episode to go into detail on all of this. But I will say one thing that can help with gas is doing baby massage. Baby massage is also great in general for bonding with your baby and helping them to be calm and to relax. I suggest using our baby oil and massaging their belly from their right to their left. This can be hard to visualize the right direction. I'm a little spatially challenged myself, but there are plenty of resources out there on baby massage that you can Google and get a diagram to see how to do it so you can make sure you're doing it in the right direction. Going in a right to left direction helps move their food along the intestines as well as any gas. Our baby oil is made with a combination of grapeseed and coconut oil, and that has been infused with calendula, lavender, and chamomile. So chamomile is calming and it helps to relieve gas. Calendula is helpful for any skin irritations, and lavender has been shown to promote relaxation and to improve sleep quality. And lastly, I get a lot of questions about cradle cap. Cradle cap can be quite unsightly. I know Harvey had it really bad, and I used to keep a hat on him all the time because everyone was like, oh, what's wrong with his head? And can cause a lot of stress for new moms, but it's actually not really a big deal. It's very common, and it's just an overgrowth of skin cells try not to pick at it, but I know if you're a picker like me, it's very tempting. Um, To help with cradle cap, I suggest massaging in our baby oil and leaving it on on the scalp for 15 to 20 minutes before you give them a bath. Frida Baby makes a good cradle cap comb and you can use a lifting motion to help gently remove the flakes and then wash the hair and scalp in the bath. Having the oil on there 
before the bath helps to soften that loose skin. So it's easier to lift. And it also is a really good way to moisturize the scalp. Now on to the four to six month old babies. This is when they will possibly be starting to move around a bit closer to six months, starting to eat solid foods. So this is when I recommend using baby wash more frequently in the bath. One question I do get asked a lot about our baby wash is why is it not tear free? It is not tear free because in order to do that, it would have to have a numbing agent in it, which is not non-toxic for baby's eyes. I suggest just putting your hand on their forehead to block the water from running into their eyes when you're rinsing them. Also around the six month mark can be the start of teething for some babies. You know, the age range on everything is quite varied, but plenty of babies have started teething by six months or showing signs. For a lot of babies, teething, as you probably know, can equal a lot of drooling. That's one area that our baby face cream can really shine. It is helpful for keeping their drool off of their face, which commonly causes irritation to the chin, cheeks, and the neck folds. It's very moisturizing and is made with shea butter and cocoa butter to form a nice barrier cream, and it is infused with calendula to help with any irritations. It works well in the colder months to help protect their chin, cheeks, and nose from the cold, dry air when they're going outside as well. With the introduction of solids, especially if you have a baby who is at a higher risk of food allergy, like they have severe eczema or family history of food allergies, it's a good idea to use a barrier cream on the face around the mouth so that the foods don't irritate the skin and end up being absorbed through the skin. Both our baby face cream and diaper cream work well for this. You can just apply a thin layer before serving food to keep the food off of their skin. This can also be helpful if oftentimes when babies start eating food and they rub it all over the face, it can be hard to tell if they're actually having an allergy or if it's more of a contact reaction. So it can be helpful to use the barrier cream on the skin for determining if that is a contact reaction or if it's an actual allergy. So the barrier cream will keep it off the skin. So that should eliminate the risk of a contact reaction. Now that baby has likely gotten into a bedtime routine, it can be a good time to start applying baby lotion before bed. This can be part of a wind down routine. Our baby lotion is designed for the most sensitive skin. It is shea butter based and is infused with lavender for sleep, passion flower for calming, and oats and marshmallow to help with any skin irritations. Keeping skin well moisturized is also the first step in preventing and controlling eczema, which tends to make its first appearance around four to six months of age. For a deep dive into eczema, go back and listen to episode three and also my interview with Cheryl Suhoy from Tiny Health in episode five, which talks about the connection of eczema and gut health. For any irritations that pop up on baby or on yourself for that matter, our skin conditioning cream is our superstar. It's our number one selling product, always, has been for 10 years. It contains a blend of herbs that are anti-inflammatory, anti-itch, help with reducing over-proliferation of skin cells, and our wound healing. For many people, it can help to reduce redness or irritation in as little as two to three applications. It can be used on problem areas to help provide comfort if your baby has eczema. I also suggest adding dead sea salt to their bath. It contains all the trace minerals that they need, which will help with the skin healing, and it helps the skin to retain more moisture and to reduce itching. 
And actually one more question that I commonly get answered that I didn't write down, but I just thought of um, with the skin conditioning cream is I often get asked if it's safe for application on the face. It is. And we have a number of customers who actually use it for eyelid irritation. It works quite well, even on the eyelids. So now that your baby is over six months, it's about time for them to get their first cold, unfortunately. Oh, joy. (laughs) One thing that can help provide comfort during this time is our chest rub. Despite what the name says, it's not just for the chest. It can be used on the chest, back, the sides of the nose. I never suggest any rubs be used under the nose, especially on babies and children with smaller airways and on the bottom of the feet. It contains a blend of essential oils that are safe right from newborn up because you do have to be careful with essential oils in babies. So it is safe for use right from that first cold, no matter what the age is. It is cocoa butter, beeswax, and castor oil based and contains a blend of warming and cooling antiviral and antibacterial herbs. For more on how to support baby's immune system, tune in to episode six. So there you have it. My favorite tips for developing your baby's skincare routine. You can pick and choose the parts that apply to you to make it customized to your baby. If you have any questions about baby skincare or anything else for that matter, please feel free to send me a DM over on Instagram. If you learned anything from this episode, could you please do me a favor and share the episode in your stories? This helps our episodes reach more mamas who may be struggling with their baby's skin or who are confused about what they need to start a skincare routine. And remember to check out our website, ecochicmovement.com. That's E-C-O-C-H-I-C movement.com. The coupon code podcast saves you 25% off of your first order. Until next time, remember you're doing the best you can with the information that you have.